Okay, welcome to the Bone Robot Games podcast. This is the inaugural podcast episode of my formerly website-only speedrun spotlight series. And for the first episode, I wanted to bring Justin Zane onto the show, a Metroid speedrunner who has run Metroid Samus Returns, Metroid Dread. Uh, that's mainly what I know him for. So uh, go ahead and say hi, Justin. Hello. Uh, and if you have anything to promote, we can get that in here. Do you have any? Do you want to drop your link or no? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so you're at uh, twitch.tv slash Justin Zane. That's J-U-S-T-N-Z-A-N-E. And you can check him out there where he streams his currently Metroid Dread uh, speedruns. So uh, right off the bat, <clears throat> the first thing I like to ask everyone is there's a point where you go from just playing a game to getting into speedrunning. Uh what was that transition like for you? Was there a clear, defined point where you said, I want to start speedrunning this game, or did you grow into it over just playing the game over time? Um, I think it came to me at an early age, really, probably when Metroid Prime came out, and uh, I was learning of all the little sequence breaks you can do, like on GameFAQs and stuff like that in GameSpot. Uh, I had no idea that it was speedrunning at the time. Um, so that was around... High yeah. Um, but I would try and beat the game as fast as possible. I didn't know what speedrunning was at the time. It was just like, okay, I can beat this game as fast as possible. Oh, I got a new best time. I didn't know what to call it then. Um, I didn't learn about speedrunning until about uh, 2015. This was like when my wife was pregnant with our daughter, and I was really into cars and everything, so I had to find like a new hobby. And this is back when a friend of mine from high school had just gotten back in touch with me. Uh, his name is Wadi on Twitch. And um, he was telling me all about it. Like, he used to watch me play Super Metroid, beat it as fast as possible at his house. And uh, he was telling me to check out Twitch, so I did. And uh, I can't remember one of the first runners I watched, but it was for Super Metroid. And I was just so, like, blown away. And I was just like, wow, I've been doing this since, you know, I was 13 years old. You know, uh, I want to get back into this. So that's when I picked up uh, Metroid 2 Return of Samus and started my first Twitch channel, which is not the Justin Zane one, but it was my first Twitch channel I started, and that's how I started speedrunning. How long did it take you um, when you were running Samus Returns to go from just getting on the leaderboard to getting to the top of the leaderboard? Because you currently hold first place in about six different categories in Samus Returns. Um, it took me quite a while, actually. There were a lot of great runners to that game, uh, specifically Kirby Masta and uh, Mr. Shasta. Uh, those two were really dominating, and I wanted to prove that I could be one of the best ones in the game as well. So I started just grinding. Um, but what helped me the most with the grind, and I hate to say it, what helped the most was that my daughter was in the hospital uh, dealing with seizures at the time. So um, I would just stay up with her at night when the um, neurology were trying to capture like EEGs for brain waves and everything to see uh, when a uh, seizure was triggered. Um, so I would just practice that game until like probably starting at 10 o'clock at night all the way until like 7 in the morning and Rachel and I would rotate out to, so I could get some sleep. And I did that probably for a total of three months straight. Oh, wow. So uh, we were in the hospital for three months, and that's all I did. So I think that's how I improved so quickly with that. So you feel like it takes uh, you know, a large time to 
to perfect precise tricks? You think it's more about time to put in to get them to the level they need to be at? Uh, absolutely. Time is always, obviously, the more you play a game and the more you practice a game, the better you're going to get. Um, for me personally, I like to take it section by section. So, and I don't like to like perfect my runs right away. It's just, I will look for the best possible uh, platforming tricks or anything like that, that I can personally find. And I will do that section over and over until it's like memorized. It's just muscle memory at that point. And then I'll move on to the next section. And that's currently what I do with Dread now is I'll just practice an area over and over and over and be like, okay, I feel really good with this. I feel like the new stuff is going to work. Let's move on to the next section and see if I can find anything. Now on newer hardwares, I'm not sure if there's anything like this for like the 3DS, but I know that on, well, I'm not sure actually, but on, uh, on the Switch, is there a, a sort of save state program you can do to practice tricks or do you have to like run through a whole copy of the game? So Metroid has always been by save states in the past, like Nestroid, Return of Samus, Super Metroid, Fusion, uh, Other M, I believe Other M as well. Well, no, not Other M. Other, well, no, Other M did have save states as well. It never had like a checkpoint. So um, it was introduced in Samus Returns for checkpoints. So when you do an area, you can just hit last checkpoint. So you just have to learn where your checkpoints are going to be set at, like they... For Samus Returns specifically, every major item in the game, like Morph Ball, Space Jump, once you collect that item, that's a checkpoint. Uh, a boss fight engaging, that's a checkpoint. Uh, coming into a Metroid room and fighting it, that's a checkpoint. So I had to learn that for Dread as well. You don't have to hit a save state every single time in Dread. Um, you can run through a whole section, but I personally abuse the checkpoint system and just run it back to back. If I have trouble with a certain room or a certain enemy in the game, I'll just continue to practice that until I get it down. So um, in in Samus Returns and in Dread, the 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 quickest like category that you run is about an hour and a half, give or take some time on both. You know, for uh, estimation purposes, do you think that that is a difficult amount of time to run? Do you think it's daunting to do an hour and a half run and then run into pitfalls along the way on a run like that? Well, Metroid Dread being so new and the world record had just traded hands again today, this morning, um, it's down to a 113. So that's for the normal any percent, no major glitches category for Metroid Dread. Um, getting to that level is definitely, yes, one little small, like, long fall could cost you. Like, um, there's still so much being, you know, being learned about the game. It's been out for seven months, but we've come like so far with it already for time and like learning of new strats and glitches that we could use. Uh, yeah. So basically I would say, uh, if I could give an example, if you, if you miss the first phase of Ravenbeak trying to skip the gold fight to go into the second phase, uh, that will cost you a run. That's auto that's automatically a reset. You're comfortable resetting at, well, not comfortable, but you will cons absolutely strongly consider a reset that far into a run because it's, it helps, it hurts it that much. Well, since the world record is one thirteen for that category, my time is only a one eighteen twenty five. So there is a lot more time saves that I could personally, you know, that I could personally achieve if I just sat down and watched some of those runs to see where they're, what strats they're using, and implement them in mine. Uh, for me, though, I would not reset there. For me personally, I'm not at that level yet.
Okay. Uh, so for, for Samus Returns, you have, you know, like six or seven different categories that you've done there, you know, 100% with um, out of bounds and no out of bounds and any percent, same thing, 0%, you know, out of bounds mm-hmm. and all that. Um, what makes you decide to run a specific category compared to another one? It just has to be fun. I just have to personally find the category fun to do it. Um, and what made Samus Returns so enticing to me is when uh, spider clipping was found. Uh, we still can't explain how it works or why it works. We just know how to perform it. Um, but once that was found, I was, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I was the very first runner to ever implement it into the game and actually somewhat get it consistently. Oh, wow, that's great. I didn't know that. Uh, and then uh, opposed to that, on in Metroid Dread, you were, you know, when it first came out, I know you were grinding uh, the any percent no major glitches category hard, but you've recently switched over to pushing for 100% no major glitches. Is that also just a, a fun factor that you consider for that? That was a fun factor, and yes. I was basically getting tired of doing the interviews in any percent no major glitches for a while, so I switched to 100% because I found it a lot more fun. Uh, I know with uh, Metroid Dread, there's a little bit of controversy about um, turbo controller. Does that factor in for your runs at all with you? Uh, for turbo controller, uh, no, I do not use turbo. Um, I didn't like the way that it was brought up in the community because I remember reading uh, Discord posts where people were complaining about, oh, I would never get a good time because I can't mask that fast. And at the time, I couldn't either, but I thought that was a bogus, I thought that was kind of a bogus argument. Until the moderators are like, well, we're actually going to do it because of inclusion for those with medical disabilities. And I 100% understand that because of my daughter uh, having a disability herself. So inclusion, I thought, was really good and the way that that was brought up. But I strongly disagreed with those that were complaining about how they couldn't achieve a good time because they can't mash fast. There, are, There is another way you can do it. It just takes a little bit of time and it's less uh, it, it's less strain. Uh, it's less strain on your arms uh, if you just map your Y button to the left D-pad and the right D-pad and you practice mashing with your thumbs that way. So that's what I personally do to not hurt my arms. Okay, yeah, totally understandable. Um, but you don't, so you don't use turbo controller? Whatsoever. I do not use a turbo okay. controller at all. Do you think that uh, it is out of reach to, to get first place in any categories because you don't? Absolutely not. B Dog um, is the world record holder for the any percent no major glitches, and he has never used a turbo controller. And his times are, I believe, three minutes faster than uh, I think his name is Sam Boner. Is three minutes faster, and Sam Boner used a turbo controller. He's a great runner. He was he was already achieved uh, uh, really good times without the turbo controller, but I think. Sam Boner thought it would give him an advantage, but Beadall proved that that's not the case. Okay. Uh, I know that as of a week ago when you submitted your 100% no major glitches run to Metroid Dread, you were in second place. Is that still current? That is still current. Okay. Are you trying to achieve first in that? I'm just trying to find a really good time. I don't necessarily run a game just to try and grab world record. I just play it because I want to have fun. Speedrunning should always be be about having fun, but let's be honest, it is competition too. You like to feel good about your times. You like to be known as the best, but I just want to be known as one of the best. That That's really all. Um, if I do achieve world record, I achieve world record, that's great, but it's not necessarily my goal. 
Well, I mean, on paper, you're absolutely one of the best already. I mean, Metroid Samus Returns, you have six first place to second place, you know, across seven categories. So, you know, I consider you elite in something like that. And I believe that's why you're able to transition into such good times um, on Metroid Dread right away. But is there a difference between running? I know Metroid Dread is obviously the, the newest Metroid. There's so many runners out there for it. Do you think that there is a tougher competition in Dread right now? Uh, definitely a lot tougher competition. Um, I remember, I remember C. Scotty W. making a joke like, "Oh, well, once Dread comes out, you'll already have an advantage because of the way Samus Returns is set up." But I will say that is not true. Uh, it is completely different. Um, Samus and Samus was never able to do a melee and continue her run. Uh, like in Samus Returns, she would stop, dead stop, and then melee. So. Uh, you were never able to quick jump off a platform like ledge grab, jump up, and do a flip. You weren't able to do that in Samus Returns either unless you figured out how to frame perfect that. Okay. So what are your current goals for speedrunning? Uh, current goals for speedrunning is just if I find a game fun and I want to speedrun it, I'll go for it. That That's really it. Um, I, I love Metroid. I've always loved Metroid since I was a kid. And... Uh, that's all. I just have to find the game fun to want to speed run it. Do you think having that healthy mentality towards it uh, allows you to get better times because you enjoy it, doing it so much? Yes, for me personally, I believe so. Um, and the only reason I say that is because I know there's people who play Super Metroid that I personally watch that get super angry at the game. And I, I think that can rub off on your runs as well for you not to play as well. Like, I think you need to have a clear mind. You need to understand, like, mistakes are going to happen. Um, just can, uh, it's, for me personally, yes. That's all I can say. For others, I okay. can't really say much. Uh, what do you think is your number one factor for improvement in this game? You know, you had, uh, when, when there was a sort of a race for any percent, no major glitches, I remember you being up in the, you know, third to fifth range when the game was, was brand new and it's, um, it's only dropped down a little bit and you've also switched categories, but, but you've been consistently near the top and obviously at the very top of Metroid Samus Returns. So what is your number one, uh, tip or your personal rule for improvement? Number one tip, uh, for personal improvement is just practice. Watch runs, practice, just look for new angles and stuff like that. Um, don't expect just to do one room twice. Okay, you know, I got it. Uh, but yeah, practice is definitely key. That's like the number one thing that I can say. How much time do you think you devote to practice uh, a week? Oh, man. I come home every day from work and I practice Metroid Dread from like six o'clock all the way until eleven o'clock. Oh wow, that's and that's, that's dedication. Not that's not including times where I'm actually spe uh, doing live streams. So Wednesday, I'm just doing runs. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, I'm just doing runs. Uh, I do a little bit of warm up session in between between that. But yeah, Monday I'm practicing Dread. Tuesday I'm practicing Dread. Thursday I'm practicing Dread. Friday I'm practicing Dread. And it could be all at the same times. I, I think I put in five hours each day. So your practice is different, though, than just doing full runs of the game. You have, like, sectional practices? Yes, I have sectional practices because I want to look for things. I personally think it's good to watch runs. Like, going back to the advice that I said, practice um, and watching runs, 
I have the habit of wanting to find things myself first. Like, I don't want to feel capped. Like, I'll know when I'm capped. So that's why I'll continue to practice and look for new angles. And uh, if I don't think I can do that anymore, then I'll go watch one of the better players. Do you think that you have a better grasp on the game uh like technically than some people because i know that you've like discovered glitches and you said implemented them well and i know that you post videos to youtube of you accurately performing a lot of like technical and difficult uh glitches in the game or tricks in the game or or precise movement or any of the above uh do you think that you are you, you attribute this solely to your practice or do you think that you like understand the game um in on an in-depth level on an in-depth level, um, I guess it has to go by the trick itself um, of whether or not I understand it. I know at one point, uh, and normally I learn this stuff by either B-Dog or Art Candy is his name, and they they devote themselves to glitch, you know, finding glitches too while practicing and doing runs themselves. But uh, I guess it just depends on the on the glitch itself because as i mentioned before uh spider clipping is not a known like it, it we don't know why it works we just know how to do it so in terms of dread there's really nothing that we don't know of why it doesn't work except for hyper missiles the time i got hyper missiles one time where it allows your missiles to speed up at the same at the same speed as your beam would shoot which we still haven't figured that out but that's like I think the only thing we haven't figured out. Okay, great. Well, that was uh, an awesome insight. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me about this. It's very interesting to hear. I love talking to speedrunners, and uh, especially one such as yourself that reaches such high uh, plateaus in the game and, and reaches the top echelon of, of times and, and speeds. So uh, is there anything else you want to touch on before we go? Uh, no, that's it. All right, well, thank you for joining me for the first episode um, of speedrun spotlight that i'm doing on the bone robot games podcast they've all formerly been written articles i want to transition to doing live interviews like this with uh speedruns when i get a chance so thank you for being on and thank you for your time thanks for having me Trey.